today on the job board. Hack Attack Recap. Course happenings. Public versus private. Sports are coming back. Homegrown listener questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Bunkers. Bunkers, filled with sand and anger and never raked by the previous group. Bunkers, making the game more difficult for golfers of all ages. And now, let's tee off. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of From the Jingweeds. Hope everybody's doing okay out there, having a good time. We got another episode here for you. Let's uh, buckle up and hit the gas. We're going to go fast. Dan, what is going on with you? Same old, same old. Back in Studio One, back in the garage. Yeah, we are back. It's a cool night. It's a cool night. Weather's been awesome lately, so the garage, uninsulated. Uh <laughs> It's a little warm. It's probably a good cool 83 degrees in here, I'd imagine, but it's nice. Outside, it's probably 70. It was 78 when I was driving over here. Beautiful. So very uh, weird weather pattern coming through here. Um, dropped as I saw it low 60, 64 on my way to work on Monday at 430 in the morning. I chucked very, your jacket on this morning. Not so good for growing Bermuda grass this time of year, <laughs> but really nice to be... Uh, banging out some projects and you're not dying out there in the heat so yeah. it's been good but the heat's gonna crank right back up uh i think tomorrow gets back up to 100 if not thursday it'll get up into yeah that was one or two tomorrow just just in time for the hack yeah well yeah well, that's right we got hack attack tomorrow um we'll be playing the 500 club quickly uh let's recap what went on last week we had hack attack out at my place at desert canyon golf club we had 34 guys playing, 30 bucks yeah. a head, $5 of that goes to my club, the outside service guys and everything else. Then we throw in the rest of the money in for skins. Uh, we also had uh, sponsorships on the closest to the pin from Southwest Turf Support. They did two of our par threes and then par west. Uh, we get all your accessories. They did two of the par threes. Each of them were for... A dozen balls and a Desert Canyon hat, so you can sport that thing and act and like you're a little for a Desert member. Canyon hat. I know. And you, did you pick one out? I told no, you. No, wildfire stopped me from getting through, remember? So I just showed up when it's time to tee off. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a huge fire on your way over. Then you, you got stopped. Your assistant got <laughs> I, through and you got stopped. I didn't think I was going to make it. You had to cut through the res, right? Yep, straight through the res. Because it's been closed for a couple months now. It's closed back the whole, up. They opened, they opened it up it to fight the fire. fire yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you scooted through? Yeah. Did you have to put your sirens on? Did you just hang, yeah, hang, your, head out the, hang your head out the window? Like, <laughs> every truck that was coming back by, I thought it was a cop. And it was like it was a fugitive on the run. Because <laughs> through a, it's a dirt road through there, too. So you just yeah, bomb like, big old clouded What am I going to tell the res police? You know, it's like... Just uh, getting to just trying to go to a skins game. Sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What's a skins game over here at Wicopa? Yeah. No, nope. not here. No, nope. yeah, we're cutting fucking, right through yeah. Wicopa. You go straight to the fucking prison. How did the uh, how the M6 handle the uh, back roads of the reservation? It never feels good to be driving on Duro when everything's kicking up on your <laughs> side panels. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, there goes that. Yeah, I just see. Paint flecking off. Well, so I was trying to fly to get down there. Exactly. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Cody showed up. Your assistant didn't even know that you didn't make it. I was like, Dan got caught in the fire. He's like, What fire? Yeah. I was like, What? No, it was literally if we would have led five minutes before we got through it. Wow. That's crazy. 
And then we got, I mean, they were dropping, you know, they were tarting yeah. down. Yeah, while you we could were see playing it burning the whole it, time yeah. while we were playing. But five see. minutes it, it started. Our, the Rio Verde Fire Department's first one there. Huh. Yeah, right now. I mean, cigarette out the window, I'd imagine, that time of yeah. day. We had that one up north. I think, I got, rumor has it, a guy was welding his fence and just caught. A little something that's ended up being like yeah, a 2,000 right acre. Yeah, outside of Rancho Manana, huh? Yeah, 20 structures burned. Was it like 2,000 acres or 1,500 oh. or something? The, uh, the, videos, the videos of those planes dropping that retardant were impressive. Dude, anything cooler than that DC-10? Just The thing is a monster. Yeah, and he was driving it like a Ferrari. The rocks on those dudes to be flying that thing, what, a couple hundred feet? Yeah, my that's wife big, went like, to aeronautical school, so she uh, has a clue what those guys are doing. And I showed her the video, and she was like, you've got to be kidding me. She's like, he is like a second from stalling all the motors and bellying that thing down in the yeah, center I don't, I don't know how they do it. And then all of a sudden, everything just revs back up. They have to come to such a almost a stop over the shit they can't go buzzing yeah like right a thousand feet in the air they're down it's like two feet. or three hundred feet yeah <laughs> it's crazy uh it's pretty cool i don't know where it is online but if you're bored just google cave creek fire or ocotillo fire hashtag ocotillo fire was one up north yeah okay yeah there's some wild really good of picture thing. of that but it was right off the seventh hole of the golf course do you know have you heard anything get like any of that retardant all over the fairways or anything? I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, um, it was probably that telephone game because I heard that it did get there. And really? then I asked a couple guys this weekend. We played a men's club down at GCU, which, by the way, good job to those guys that down there. Golf course is really good. Um, greens are awesome. Non-overseeded. Champion or mini Verde? I thought they were mini Verde. I've heard champion. But anyways... What you guys are doing down there, the place looks awesome. Uh, fairways are the best I've seen this time of year down there in a couple of years. Uh, so you guys are doing an awesome job. Keep it up. Uh, so anyways, so we played down there and uh, I remember asking a couple of the guys if they had heard if uh, any, they heard anything about the fairways up there at Rancho Manana, if anything got on there. And uh, they heard no. But yeah. like I said, I heard right away that there was retardant like all over one of the fairways. Well, I but, heard the I heard the fire started on number seven. Well, then I mean, if it did get on the fairways, we need a uh, first case study on if those are transitional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if the yeah, transition we'll have, flawlessly we'll coming out the guys up there. I'm yeah. just starting sparks on the yeah, golf course. Send uh, send Kai up there. Kai Umeda <laughs> from uh, um, down at University of Arizona Co-op. He works a lot with weeds. He was actually out at my place on. Uh, Monday, spraying some plots for some crabgrass. We had hack attack. And uh, this is one of the good things that you get out of these hack attack sessions, guys. Uh, He comes out there, he plays, comes right to me after, or he emailed me, I believe, that evening. And he said, hey, can I come out next week? While I was out there playing, I saw some crabgrass out there in some areas. He's like, I want to try some plots with some products. I mean... Four days after we played, I, he's out there. Yeah, I saw uh, it on Twitter. And some stuff. So that's a cool thing to have. Man, you get these guys looking, you know, you get, what is it? If everybody had two eyeballs, because I don't know if anybody in the group had one eyeball, but there was roughly 68 eyeballs looking at my golf course the other day with 34 <laughs> superintendents. Um, shout out to the guy that's only got one eye. I don't know if there is, but who knows? Uh <laughs> But you get all them looking at it, and a couple of them email you, talk to you after while we were having beers and whatever, and they see something. It's, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, here's what's going on. Hey, I've tried this. 
on those areas. But that's why we do it. Um, and also to play some golf and hopefully win some money. We had six skins out, 130 bucks a piece. Seven, no? No, six. Six, okay. six out, 130 bucks a piece. Um, the rest of the little hangover cash went into the barb tab. Um, so we had good times. Uh, closer to the pins, like I said, a couple guys won that. Except for somebody forgot to put out the proxy on 13. So there was nothing on 13. So that's a carryover this week at the 500 right? club. That sucks. Got a good shot. Yeah. Everybody said they did. Everyone's like, dude, I put it tight. Dude, the thing wasn't out there. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, everybody hit it inches from the cup. Inches. No, I wasn't inches. Yeah, Casey. It's great. Casey had one real close on sixteen. I know. I saw that. Yeah, I made birdie on sixteen. Oh. Drained like a twenty footer. Woo! Covered by Hitchcock. There you go. And covered by Casey, who was two inches Thanks away for from the hole. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, and I don't know. We did throw up some videos um, that we took. Of uh, a couple guys out there, some photos. We got it up on Instagram and Twitter. I uh, go check those things out. Well, let's uh, bounce right back to uh, what do we got going on the golf course this week? Uh, same old, same. It just almost seems like Groundhog's Day already. We've already we just started summer, but I'm top dressing fairways. Got quarter inch of sand going down. Just, just anything I can do to mitigate that. You open, soil. you open, or you open that one back up in two weeks. Two weeks on the twenty second. Yeah. Okay, so and then you close we'll wrap away. up that. Uh, on the other golf course, we're going out this week, starting tomorrow. We're going to spray it at one third rate of revolver. So I'm going to go three ounce rate, which I did on on White Wing, um, and going to go spray the whole golf course. And I think that's all I'm going to have to do to spray out. Okay, the temperatures yeah. stay the same the way they did on White Wing. Then. Uh, yeah, I think I'll just be able to get away with that three ounce rate, and then we'll follow that up with some fertilizer. Okay. But as far as Bermuda grass goes, up until I you guess this week, week. Hold on, let's go back to that revolver. You got two weeks of play on that, and yeah. you're expecting. I guess the hope is that it takes roughly about those two weeks to kill that off. Yeah, I think with those temps where we got yeah. 102, 103, 104, the worst case scenario is ten days, and then it's yeah. four days of a little bit rough, and then we switch to. Yeah, exactly. My fairways I didn't overseed, so fairways are going to be good. And then approaches over on that side, I've got a probably seventy percent coverage. Okay. And but I think things were rocking a little bit there for a couple, like a week or two. We had high humidity. Yep. And now it's kind of just cut out. Like what? Yeah, is it, it was five percent humidity the other day. And it's almost like the Bermuda's little tufts of Bermuda everywhere that are like quarter size that aren't really tiller and yeah, or they're not still in the stolons yet. They don't tiller obviously, but. So they're not really spreading. Right. So it's just yeah. these little patches that eventually, yeah. once we get some humidity back, you know, in late July, early August, that it's just going to be booming. Yeah. So, like, I'm really looking forward to the summer. And, and what, the way things look now, if weather holds up, we might get an early monsoon. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. Really for pay it. some dividends for my golf course. I had some sprinkles at the house on Friday night. Yeah. You know, with this little cool yeah. weather blowing in. We got a couple little bit on the golf course on Friday. Nice. But hopefully, that's a sign. That we got something coming, but it'll probably be the same old, same old. It'll be yeah. dry as fuck until overseas. end of July. Yeah, until overseas. <laughs> and we'll get hammered with three I'll, inches of rain. I'll drop $25,000, dollars of the seed. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll, I'll it'll wash away. And I'll get to redo it again. Yeah. Um, so I got um, I aerified collars today. Uh, Verticut, a couple more holes, four more holes. And... Um, 
last week I did the tees. We verticut tees on Monday. And I, like I said, airified collars uh, with the old, the tines I used on the tees. Just ran those things two, two laps around on the collars. And um, it was very interesting. I, uh, so today we had, me and three of the employees, we had a little match playing. It was uh, me and one of the crew members, uh, Pancho, and against my assistant, Javier, and one of the other, and the other crew member. We just played a scramble, two ball scramble. And we're loading up. We just worked all day long, got a shitload of stuff done. You know, we're, all right, let's go out, have a good time. Let's throw some money on this. Uh, we had 20 bucks on it, uh, each guy. And then uh, every birdie paid two bucks to a guy. So um, anyways, we're pretty fired up about it. We get up there. I'm eating a sandwich at the bag stand. They're loading their carts up and two golfers come in, husband and wife, and uh our outside service walks over there. He says, hey, folks, how was everything? You know, hope you had a good time. And the dude just jumps in. Golf course is in awful condition. And, of course, I snap. the three My three crew members, they're <laughs> looking at me. They're like, oh, boy. Yeah. He's going to lose his fucking mind right now. And uh, so we're standing there, and I, you know, he starts talking. Oh, there's dirt patches everywhere. You said maintenance wasn't going to happen. You know, everybody said that maintenance was going to happen next week when I closed to do greens. Uh-huh. Um, there were plugs everywhere. There, you know, you had to putt through plugs all over the place. Then they had clippings all over a couple holes. And they came in at 1250. We were wrapped up and done ahead of play at 12 o'clock. So imagine where their group was yeah. playing. Played over some holes in the collars, but there were no plugs. There's some dirt areas out there. Yeah, I'll give them that. But it's 80% covered the entire golf course. Yeah, You you guys just played it. It's fine. Yeah. And And he's ripping the place. And the greens are really, really good. Yeah. So the outside service guy says, geez, he says, you know, you should understand that this is going on everywhere. Every golf course is going through... And the guy says, what's going on? All this maintenance? He says, no, it's transition. We're transitioning. And he did a very good job in explaining it to this. And this guy was not having it. And uh, I'm standing there and I'm biting my tongue like I did a very good job because I really wanted to walk over to him and say, sir, there's no reason. Oh, the outside service guy says, you can walk inside. The owner's daughter is working the counter. Did the outside service guy knew you were there? Yeah, he knew I was right behind him. What was he like? Yeah, he thought I was going to snap. Yeah. And uh, he offered, you can go inside and talk to somebody inside. You know, I'm just kind of working outside service and want to clean your clubs. He went to go clean his clubs. Yeah, don't touch those. Right? It's like, okay. The wife, not a peep. What did he shoot? Exactly. (laughs) Come from over the cart where my crew members are, Miguel pipes up. Must have played like shit today. Oh, you remember? <laughs> yeah. And he said it to me, but yeah. it was loud enough that he should have heard but didn't hear. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely. Um, gave him all the shit. I've been a member here for years. It's never been like this. Going on and on. Member, you bought our card to get yeah. a discount. There's no member there. Okay. Um. 
So he went on and on and on. We go out and play. We start on the backside because I had everybody go off the front, uh, number 10 today, so we could verticut fairways on number one forwards. Yeah. We cleaned up and done. So we hit off number 10. 10's good. 11 approaches, wah. 12 is left side where the oleanders are, wah. 13, pure, four, 14, pure. I'm standing on 14. I said, where is that guy? That's all I said to those guys. <laughs> and I'm the biggest, you know, we're our biggest critic. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, where is that guy? I turned to my partner, Pancho. I said, what is this? What could he possibly be complaining about for $39? $39? Be- yeah. In a beautiful Shh. day. You're out with your wife playing golf. Perfect Settle day, the, the fuck down. Settle down. You just lit up. A guy working outside service who has no stake in the game on this. He's just trying to provide a service for you. And you don't have the balls to walk inside and really voice your opinion. How many Yelp reviews does that fucker have? Hundreds. Hundreds. I bet his wife has gotten so many free steaks (laughs) after she ate half of it and then said it was cold. (laughs) I can guarantee you, you know. Those are the people. They just. They, that's why. So and we I, don't know we made a pact that we would never bury the golfer. Yeah. That one put me over the edge. Over the edge. Well, there's some and I, self-awareness. And I didn't say a thing. Yeah. I'm shocked. It's How, so many times with all. It's like, yeah, what'd you shoot? Yeah. Did you car to 72? Or did you car to 108? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then I'm going to start weighing that. Right, exactly. Because you're a trash bag golfer, and it doesn't matter if the fucking fairway had its bald spot. If you're shit, you're in the shit. If you're in the eucalyptus on the left, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, well, like you said. Like it's the same as the review. People reviewing places they've never played. Yeah, you know, plays there all the time. No, I'm saying like the lady. No, I know that's the thing. Yeah, don't come back. If you want to voice your thing, just hey, thanks. I didn't have a very good time today. Out the door you go. What are you yapping at? This is not even take this away from the whole golf course. Yeah. What are you yapping at? Or grow a set and go yap to someone that matters. Now, I should have said, sir, let's have a conversation. I'm the one that does all this, us four, as we're standing there. What is it? What can we make better? How, what, what's your expectation? Um, You know, who told you that the place was still look like February? You know? Did anybody tell you we planted 2.9 trillion plants a couple months ago? And now we're in the middle of trying to kill those? Yeah. You know, you got the sign. Do you know how to do that, sir? This is a bit, a little bit much. You know, $39, I mean? by the way. And the There's a reason part of it is bucks. the golf course is pretty good. For, like, it's really I'm, good. I'm happy for the way it is. Yeah. But fuck him. And the horse you rode in on and have fun playing some other place. And I hope you don't trash it as bad as you did us for, I say, no reason. Before you can submit, you have to put what you scored. It's like, all right, you scored an 81. Yeah. You can talk. You scored a 112. No. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, he says. It wasn't because there was holes in the collar. Yeah. And I thought it was a dick move, the whole. Yeah, don't touch those. So we said to him about his... All he said is, here, can I clean those? Yeah, don't touch those. 
How about he a, was looking for how a, a no thank you? He was so looking you for don't a deal. have to give your fucking dollar that you know to him for wiping your clubs, which it should have been a five, but yeah. Well, I think it. this that's this whole story which I'm hearing for the first time is a good segue into kind of the public versus private versus, you know, Muni or resort. Yeah. We both worked at both a public course. We worked at a private course and maybe not what you like better, but kind of what are the differences? You know, what are some things you like about working one or the other, or if there is any, or if you have a preference and then I can go first. I think the number one thing, and it kind of goes back to your story that I like, about being in a private golf course is that communication. It's like, I can go out the first of every week. I put out a video to my membership. Here's what we got going on in the golf course. We're going to be punching green today, or we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And so already I'm ahead of it. And that's already passed out to every golfer that's going to play the game. Right. So they, they're going to know on Thursday, they're going to go out and I've already cut greens. Yeah. And then, and it makes it a lot easier versus when I was at on the public side, I go out, and I vertical cut greens on a Thursday and Joe Schmo comes up or whoever, uh, Jimmy, the jeweler <laughs> yeah. plays and it's vertical and he goes straight to, he goes straight to, um, Yelp and says, Oh, play today. Plays trash. Greens are all, they, they're all sandy or vertical or punched holes or, you know, yeah. you don't want to go play there. It's like, that's not fair, man. Yeah. So I, I do like that. The communication size where I'm already ahead of it. Right. Here's what we got coming on. This is why this is it. If I have any questions, sometimes I'll go play with my members. And, and then that helps a ton, too, because we'll talk about stuff. Like, right. Hey, yep. what's going on over there? And then that, through a private club, that f- spreads like wildfire. Oh, yeah. Well, I played with Dan, and he said this is what what's going on there. Right. And it's that on that aspect versus a, a public or resort, it's like, that dude shows up one time. You you just happen to punch callers that day. Yeah. He has no idea. Yeah. And now he's crushing you. Like, yeah. There's a monetary. It might have a monetary effect on your place. Right. Um, as far as, you know, I try as much as I can to have a calendar per se. Yeah. But with our crew and, you know, right now it was kind of one of those. Yeah. Next week we're going to do. We're definitely going to, you know, punch callers and, you know. But the air, the verticutting all those fairways was just kind of like a last minute, like yesterday. I was like, hey, we're not mowing fairways again. So I'm yeah. going to go verticut them all. You know, and it's the cooler weather slows down the Bermuda grass, gives me another day or two of mowing those fairways. I'm going to go do something else out there. Yeah. So that kind of just flew at me. And it was like, all right, we let's go do this. While yeah, we, but either while way, we you couldn't communicate to Dan Cutler shows right. up and I just want to play. Yeah. Anything and then they, I, I go out and it's like, whoa. Yeah, if nobody I'm told gonna, me. If I'm going to solid tie greens or do something, you know, in season, that I know as a date. I know my top dressing days, like mm-hmm. of the week before. Right. What uh, we do is we put it up onto golf now. There's a little, you know, caution flag or something when you go to book and you can click on it. It'll tell you what's going on. And then we use Easy Links and we put a. Um, a little note up in the top of that computer. So if anybody gets on there or if they get the Easy Links hotline, they're supposed to now relay that message. Right. Easy Links uses an answering service. You know, they don't know real, you know, they look up there and it says top dress. What is that to some, you know, what is that to the person answering the phone? So if somebody, oh, I want to play. Yeah, they got a, some caution thing here. Or yeah. do they even bring it up? 
I don't know. So yeah, the, the communication is lost. I've thought about hanging the stuff, you know, in the, the old men's room type stuff. But like I said, I don't really have a set calendar and everything we have. Our uh, general manager, he puts out yeah. know, Facebook and through our Twitter and all those things. And our card holders, they're, you know, it's a big email blast goes okay. out to all yeah. of them. But you're never going to reach everybody. Correct. Yeah. Because you're always going to have the walk up that just is, oh, yeah. you got a tea time? I'm going to come out. Right. And, you know, the outside service guys, they don't really know much about what's going on. Even for me, for me on the communication side, it's not even the pre-communication, like it's the post like, oh, you know, I was out over there and what happened? And it's like, oh, you know, we put in, we're just doing drainage or whatever. And they're like, okay. And then that gets passed around so quick. Yeah. Versus, I just feel like at a daily fee, or especially a resort, I don't even, daily fee is a little different because you do have those kind of semi-private members or regulars. But the resorts, the dude just comes on vacation He's staying one night. He plays your golf course. He leaves a review and he's never coming back. Right. And there was no explanation where it could have been yeah. just been like, hey, and this is what's going on. it can be on a positive note yeah. too, but you're still just not getting yeah. him back. You hey, know? This, is, this, this is what was going on. We had a stuck head on that hole and it just, it turned out it was mucky in the middle. Yeah. And that's why. Mucky. Yeah. But, and you can explain also that away. You know what mucky. I mean? But on resort... You can't explain that away. It was yeah. the place was a mud hole, and it could have just been on the 18th hole, you know, right. or the last couple of holes, or you just remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that whole communication. But what about you know expectations? See, I, I feel like everywhere I've always been, we I think everybody would say we all hold the same expectations, yeah. right? Like no matter what my budget is, or we're, I'm always going to go out there and try to roll out the best product. Right. Yeah. So it's never different for me. And I've been on the municipal golf course and I've been on a resort and I've been in private and every time is the same, like I'm going to roll the best product I can. And it doesn't matter how much money we're just going to figure out how to do it. Right. And that's our expectation. How about the golfer expectation? (sighs) I mean, do you, do you, how do we want to put this? Uh, I got a brain fought big time right now. Um, yeah, the expectation to the golfer is, or maybe as a guest going to a private, your expectation, you're wheeling out there. Yeah. You've played plenty of them. Do you go into it with a much different expectation as a player? You, know, like, I mean, you just think, ooh, private, this place is that loaded was, and it I, should be. Pre-superintendent, Dan, was like, oh, I'm going to go play a private golf course today. Like This thing is going to be on Agreed. real. Yeah, and I mean, this obviously the super high end privates that have all the money, and then there's low end. There are low end privates, right? yep. and it's just like you just realize it's the same. It doesn't matter if you're daily fee or a muni or a resort or whatever. It the only thing that matters is how much money is going into it. Right. With any amount of money, you can get done whatever you want. Right. Right. And so I think money sets the expectation. If you go out, and that's what I say, like if I go to a place and it's like, all right, nineteen bucks. Uh, I'm expecting a six-hour round, and it's. Just, I'm gonna go out and drink some beers and have a good time. Yeah, right. I paid two hundred and fifty bucks, three hundred dollars, hundred eighty dollars. This is like, this thing better be tits. This is <laughs> gonna be a, you know, a life-changing experience. Yeah, you know good, what I mean. Good conditions, good layout, yeah, good time. Everything's right. kind of buzzing around there. Yeah. And how many of them you walked in and been like, and I don't mean the playing conditions. 
Conditions, I mean, that's to each his own. We get it. So it's tough yeah. to say, you know, you're going, and I know well, for me, what to expect like, each time. And it's like, oh, this is really good. Or, hey, got some struggling spots. You know, you're It's just hard like, from this side, though, because a lot of the times I'm just playing free golf. Yeah. So it's like, who gives a shit what the place looks like? Right. Like, yeah. They fucking rolled me out for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been in a place where I, I had this super high expectation was ever let down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm going to go play. The things that blow me away differently at big, let the higher end clubs, or it just gets, I think not even, just all in all together is the buzz that's going on at that particular place. Yeah. You know, like what they're trying to create as a good time. Like when you walk in there. The guy behind the con is cool. Or maybe as you're walking yeah. up there, there's some tunes playing. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit going. Experience. It's like, hey, we're here to have a good time. Once that you walk up there and all you can hear is spikes walking across the sidewalk. Or like you feel and like you don't believe. Yeah, yeah, my nose isn't high enough. Yeah, who's watching me? Yeah. You know, that guy knows I'm definitely... All the tattoos probably scream <laughs> that I probably don't belong there. But, you know, it's all of a sudden this look. Like, that's not my regular guy that's yeah. here at noon like uh, i i went on Which a golf weird. trip like where we started on a place that wasn't even supposed to be great and it was like we got free golf or maybe we paid a car fee or whatever and it was going to be the word you know the the lowest end yeah we ended up being your ex i did adjust my expectation i ended up having a blast at golf yep. course was it as good a condition as the place that was going to cost 300 dollars around no but did i have as much fun on that place yeah absolutely. oh absolutely yeah yeah and it goes down. Yeah, just that little bit of extra on the edges is real nice at those places. It kind of is like, we're going to have a golf experience yeah. here. As long as it's every shot, it's not off dirt. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I can look in a little radius and we can all agree that we're going to find a little patch of grass. Yeah. I, I mean. And typically, typically you're going to get that everywhere. You know, yeah. even the high end, I mean, the high ends can saw it and do everything else, but a good golf course is going to have a patch here and then you might've just been, what are you doing hitting it over yeah. there? But then at the same time, when you're looking for patches, usually we're playing summer golf and you adjust your expectations. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. 39 bucks. So go back to this dickhead. It's like, dude, you paid 39 bucks. There's a reason it's not winter rates because yeah. we don't, we don't expect your experience to be, the hundred and forty dollar experience. Right. It's going to be the forty dollar experience. It is eighty five. It is eighty five. It feels like March, but you know what? <laughs> it's a little bit different. And yeah. it, I don't even think thirty ninth. Like your greens are phenomenal, and there yeah. it wasn't like I, I thought you had the golf course was great. I think At it, no point in my round was uh, like oh fuck. Yeah, there's you know just I mean? a couple of those areas. that's like ah, that's going to be a struggle, but they typically but walk the on areas, time, but nothing like, in the main corridors. Yeah, it's June first or whatever yeah. day it was. It's like. We're, we, I see it every day though, so I know what it looks like. Yeah, and I know you know. know. So it is definitely it's weird, but then, you know, you go to those places. It's nice when you go to the good. You know, I call it the good ones, but guys that got it going on and they're doing some really. You know, I think like Andrew Blackstone. Yeah, it's been a. I mean, when he first got there, it's now six, seven years now. Whatever. Yeah, he had his struggle points, but the place is good. All the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so he does a phenomenal job over there. And that's not high, high end. That's, you know, that's a good, good private club. You know, it's affordable. Right. You know, it's not like you got to be a bazillionaire to live in there. Uh, but it's on the other side of goddamn town. 
Yeah. I say that yeah. like I cry. He calls me tomorrow and says, hey, can you play Friday? Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, well, no. you live on the other side of yeah. town. Get in your car drive. Fuck. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's always got a good. Yeah. So, and it's nice playing. You know, I remember the Highlands days. I talk about it all the time. You know, it was like, you know, just awesome all the time. But then I'd say that awesome. And that's probably because I was there doing it. But we had our same areas. It was just that we were able to pay the money to sort it out. Get it fixed quick. We're, we're kind of, we're pushing, growing. growing I know. Guys. You've been growing. here long enough where you've probably seen the transition where people weren't sticking around. And oh, they were no. paying, They knew they were paying 20 bucks. And so if there was 20% Bermuda grass out there, it didn't matter. Yep. Like, because it's $20 and I'm going to play whatever golf course that yep. I normally wouldn't play, but I'm going to get out there and play it for $19.99. Right. And, um, but now I think people are steadily staying longer. Yeah. And now the expectation for good golf is is growing yep. where it was like, well, who cares if I got 25% or 50% or I'm going yeah. to overseed it and then we're going to be making money. Well, right. now versus seven months out of the year of good conditions, we're looking at 12. Right. And now the pressure's on us. Yep. To turn it around. Yeah. And we talked about it last week. Where is that? Yeah. So where is that line? I think we're almost on it. Not me. Yeah. I think it's a little bit better. But how do we communicate that expectation where every year, every year is the same? I don't know. I I got complaints that it's not very good. It's like, well, this wasn't like that. We're four. Like I can tell you last year it wasn't as good. And the year before it was worse than that. And the year before it's been horrible. And it's like, well, last year was so good. And it's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's forgotten fast. Yeah. Short term memory. Yeah. Short term. Because. I don't know. Everybody that's out there right now playing and has, okay, this gentleman has a, he's got a point. He had a bad experience and he's voiced it, okay? But if he plays here all the time and yada, 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 he should know what June looks like, right? I know if I fly home to Massachusetts in December, I'm shocked it's fucking cold. I'm shocked. It's oh, I didn't bring my my wife was all over me. I didn't bring fucking waterproof boots last time, and I was a bitch, and I got wet, and I cold feet and wet, not good. (laughs) And uh, why didn't I know this? You know, now I'm bitching. Oh, it's snowing here and it's cold and wet. Yeah, asshole. It's fucking November. (laughs) You know, it's Thanksgiving. What did you expect? I saw the Bruins kick the shit out of the Canadians. Which when's that coming back? Hockey. Coming or no? No, it's coming. I know, but no, when? Phase two. I think early, we're looking early June. And guess what? The Hawks are back, baby. Uh, Hawks yeah, Oilers. The Hawks are back. Give me squeaking. the Hawks in a three-game series against oh, the Oilers. Squeaking in, squeaking in the back door. I'm not saying they're going to win the cup, but I will tell you, the Hawks are yeah. back. Playoff hockey is the best, so we're going to come right out of the gates. I think early June, right? Or or do they start the training camp? I know they're on phase two, right? The Canadians had like five guys on the ice, all 10 feet apart, whizzing around the circle, (laughs) popping around, getting ready for the big season. Getting it going, getting the legs going. You know, the Canadians, they they got a shot. (laughs) Psych. That would be a wrong answer. But yeah, hockey's... I couldn't be more excited for that, man. Yeah, I know. That's that's the one that I'm definitely more excited for. If the NBA... If, I didn't if the have, NBA went well, away for again, the Bulls fucking year. stink. I mean, no. but I, I'm kind of excited about the Coyotes, too. Like, they kind of went all in. They got Taylor Hall. They fucking brought him over to the league MVP a couple years ago. 
I was I was looking forward to having some playoff hockey here in town. Yeah, I so know. If we can, that would have been cool. I just want, for it's selfishly, I want hockey to stay in Phoenix, and I would hate to see it go because you can't get a following. So if we can get some buzz in the city about that, it would be nice. Fuck yeah! Because I don't know, D backs, Cardinals, Cardinals will be okay. Dude, Cardinals are gonna be good. They should be. They got DeAndre Hopkins. They got Kyler Murray. I mean, even if they not this Larry year, the next Fitzgerald. He's gonna stick I around, man. I could chuck the ball to that guy. Huh? I could chuck the ball. What to a that machine! Guy. Gonna stick around. One of the nicest yeah. students on here too. Yeah, exactly. Anybody that has run in with him has said he's unbelievable. Yeah, so. he's uh, that's uh, big kudos to him for sticking around through what he's done through yeah. his career out here. No way. You know, would ninety percent of them? No. None of them. I mean, none of them would stay. Now, that no. was dog shit years that he went through. Other than that Super Bowl run, where yeah. he barely, basically put the city on his back. Yeah, yeah, he's Good incredible, dude. man, and even a better guy. Yeah, and then the Suns are decent, but uh, the NBA—they're coming back. But yeah. what is it? But it's the NBA. In my boat, I used to love it as a kid. I think it stinks. Well, yeah, now. we talked about this before. I mean, I. I like the NBA. I like to watch the NBA. And people I know, people say, oh, the NBA, they don't play defense. Like, you you, you, you uh, guard LeBron James. Yeah, but they can't play defense in my eyes. No, dude. Okay, Steph Curry. You can't hand him, check him. You give him three inches. Yeah, I know, but you can't put your hand on him. Yeah, dude. But these that's guys, a basic. Nobody on the planet is, is guarding these dudes. There's a reason they're incredible. They're the best players well, on the planet. You can't hammer somebody coming they're through not the not lane just to make defense. sure that they can't. You they're know, not not playing defense. Can't send the message These guys anymore. are just that crazy athletic and good. Like, you can't stop them. Yeah, and, I mean, defenders don't get Dude, all the accolades. I would either. watch it. NBA basketball is so much better than college basketball, and I'll argue this with anybody. I can't oh. tell you how many NCAA games where I watch miss layups. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how many? Oh, nine minute run and no points scored. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'll agree awesome. with you there that it stinks. And you go watch the NBA; these dudes are flying all over there. They're hitting shots from anywhere on the on the court. They're the best of the best. That's give me that product like high scoring offenses in the NFL versus miss layups, fucking nine minutes of no scoring, most boring, the worst refereeing on the planet. Oh, it's these dudes awful. couldn't ref the Y. <laughs> And they're, you know what I mean? You watch these games, it's un- in, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and that's coming from a Nebraska fan. Obviously, I was like a loser KU fan. I have a different perspective, but like, I can't, I can't watch Yikes. nine minutes of. That was a no shot fired over the bow. Everybody knows. <laughs> okay. Is the worst. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. And put a poll up on Twitter about whether KU yeah, was exactly. going on. Yeah, I don't like KU either. Yeah. But I don't like anything out of this, the New England state, so nothing. Except yeah. for the University but, of Miami's football team. How? Don't know. They got off Yeah, they it. got off the plane in fatigues in what, eighty six playing Penn State. <laughs> and I this, was just like This yep. just went sideways. Yep. Miami Hurricanes. Yep. That's Get the football team. Here. If they play BC in a regular game, and it doesn't matter, you know, like neither one of them going to go anywhere. And back when I was a little kid, it was only going to be Miami that was going to go. I'll cheer for BC. So BC is your Boston squad. Yeah. And the bean pot, your BC. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 BC, I, I like a lot, I would say. You're Doug Flutie guy. 
I'm a big Doug Flutie guy. Yeah. Bigger Sharon, uh, Sean Halloran fan. His mom worked with my mom at the hospital forever. Yeah. So he was like the first big college football star I ever met when I was a little dude. And he backed up Flutie. Nice. So he was on those teams. So that, so was, yeah, he was my favorite. A little so, nostalgia there. Yeah, a little glad shout we can out. take you there. The shout <laughs> I'm glad we yeah. can go there together. So, anyways, uh, we got golf this weekend at uh, Colonial. Colonial. Yep, starts up Thursday. Probably start up when you guys are listening to this thing. You know, Mike and needs up. I know Justin Thomas said today he ain't miking up. Yeah, no. I I just think I think it's going to be fine. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, just to hang out and have it at least on in the background, and then on Sunday, really tune in. I mean, there's going to be a world of difference between the foursomes that we've been watching and actual golf. Where, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you get the snap arounds and the long putts. Even if a dude's six over, and he'll, he'll make one from 140 out. Yeah. And like, it's exciting highlights. Yeah, There's exactly. a different, better flow. And, and I think got, on TV, who cares if there's fans? In my no, eyes. No, yeah. That yeah. never changed the experience for me. And it's only, it's been beaten in our head that there's going to be no fans at anything. I mean, in soccer's going on in Germany with it, you know, no fans. EPL starts up, I believe, this weekend. Um, Are we talking yeah, about the soccer? 11th, yeah, English Premier League. That was too much. You not a big fan? Soccer? Soccer? Oh, <laughs> you dude. a soccer guy? Yeah, I'm a big Liverpool fan. I went and <laughs> no, saw. Freaking... I went to Liverpool in Liverpool and watched them beat Arsenal. On the ninety third minute, Andy hold on, time out. No, Andy, cut this. This is too I much. I promise talk. you, name me a better sporting event. You want to go to a crowd that will take? I'm telling you, I've grew up around going to Fenway when they're good is wild. This takes Fenway and says, "Go sit over there." Hold my beer. You can't drink beers because it's so fucking nuts. <laughs> you can drink beers before you go in. And then at halftime, everybody races to the concourse because you can't bring them back in and they just start chugging beers. You can't bring them in the stadium because it's fucking nuts. It's nuts. The singing, the whole thing being there is a whole nother experience. I recommend it to anybody who thinks they've been to awesome sports. And this is a middle of the season game. And Soccer's. it was unbelievable. The worst. Oh man, God, you just you're killing me with Andy that. And cut one. that whole segment. No, and you don't cut trash. any of that shit. <laughs> nope. But anywho, <laughs> on to something else. Not Let's, soccer. Ever. Yeah, not soccer. Apparently. <laughs> so sorry to you, turf guys that grow soccer pitches out there. Dan's not a big fan. Dan's not a big fan. But, rugby's all right. Yeah, rugby's badass. Rugby's sick sport. Sweet. Yeah. That's real men. <laughs> that is real men. Actually, yeah. That's real. That is That's a bad real dude. men. But all right, let's um, move on to the uh, listener question. You got that thing pulled up over there? This one <laughs> comes from Drew Sampson. He has kind of a uh, homegrown. It'll kind of tie into a little bit of a homegrown question. Drew says. All right, Drew says, I have a ton of shade in my yard. Half of the yard almost never gets sun. Do you have a grass that is shade tolerant in the summer and or would be good seed for overseed? Maybe good to seed into Okay, is kind of how I read that when I went by it. Because I did struggle just as much as you did reading it. So, Drew, watch those thumbs on that phone, will you? 
Um, well, depending on how hot it gets back there, does it ever, you know, does it just sit in the sun all day long? That's kind of a question here. I would possibly think I have, I mean, we see it everywhere. Ryegrass lasts underneath trees out here forever. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, Drew also lives in our the southwest yeah. in the Phoenix area. So you can keep that ryegrass over underneath that corner yeah, and then we, we grow the Bermuda grass. 50-50 Bermuda rye. Yeah, 50-50 Bermuda rye. It'd be weird, but it. it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but I have St. Augustine at my house. I think the best option you have is your St. Augustine. Is, uh, and it's taking over. It started apparently, from what I understand, there's a small patch where it really is shaded in the backyard. And it's just taken over. Of course, it's reaching the sun, so now yeah. it's really going like crazy. I think I mentioned before the wife's out there pulling stolen. They got to be a foot long. Oh, and an I'm inch like, what around. are you doing? I said, what are you doing? She's like, they just drive me nuts. She's like, it's just one of those things. Let me do this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're just plucking it to make it grow a little bit more. Um, so, I guess the answer to that, Drew, would be. Maybe try out some St. Augustine, but if you're not really having any trouble with that stuff in the shade, I would just try to grow it. And if you put it side by side, the Bermuda will creep to where it wants to go, or your overseed sticks around a little bit longer on the other side. I think your overseed sticks around. I mean, oh, one of my golf courses I was, I was at, they end up... They would do wall-to-wall overseed, so every year there was ryegrass under those trees. It had to be probably... 10 years old you know what i mean yeah. and they finally sprayed out because they were going to go to modified and they're pretty sure they had to like i imagine saw it under every tree every tree yeah there's probably nothing under because that. it had been ryegrass for so long so it'll make it in shade through the summer yeah just if you want to do that 50 50 mix yeah just check out that saint augustine grass yeah and it's gnarly but it's i don't think it's it's not as bad as it looks like i said before i mean oh. a lot of people and that, that is like home lawns in LA. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have St. Augustine. Yeah. So there's your uh, answer, Drew. Go get some St. Augustine and uh, I'll teach you how to grow it. That or means as in just put water on it and this shit just grows like a fucking banshee. Well, do banshees grow? I have no idea, but yeah. it grows crazy. Or just eliminate the shade. Yeah. Grow Bermuda grass everywhere. Yeah, or you can knock that tree down that's in your neighbor's <laughs> oh, yard. Wow, yeah, excuse me, sir. Just yeah, just blast it down. Grass ain't growing here. I'm throwing some out here. Some Bermuda. Yeah, I need turf sun. grass probably. Get some grow lights. Hang them from whatever is out there. Just <laughs> yeah, like sports fields now. They're doing. Got the grow lights going across it. But um, that's pretty much it. I think that's all we got to go off of. We're going to call it a night here. Another late one, 11 p.m. on the dot on Tuesday evening at Studio One back at Casa de Cutler. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to follow us on uh, Instagram at from underscore the underscore jingweeds and follow us on Twitter. We'll have some uh, pictures and some videos from this week uh, at Hack Attack tomorrow at 500 Club. Keep an eye out for those. That's at F Jingweeds. And uh, from here, Studio One, I say, later. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad.